I can, I can. Oh, there you are. You know, this is like only the second or third time I've done the broadcast through this uh, platform onto uh, Facebook, but everything looks like it's going just fine. Uh, good morning. Uh, yeah, uh, welcome to another Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee. It's July 24th, 2017. Uh, I'm Tim Patterson, uh, Trade Show Guy and host of your uh, of this weekly vlog slash podcast. You can watch it live on Monday mornings at 9 Pacific on Facebook by finding Trade Show Guy blog, or you can catch the video on my blog at uh, tradeshowguyblog.com or subscribe to the podcast by searching for Trade Show Guy on iTunes. It'll be there. I'm also the author of the book Trade Show Success, 14 Proven Steps to Take Your Trade Show Marketing to the Next Level and owner of Trade Show Guy Exhibits, a project management company where we work with small to medium-sized businesses to, uh, you know, take their trade show marketing to the next yeah. level, just like the book. Uh, today in the podcast, I'll be speaking with uh, Jay Tokosh. Did I get that you got pronounced it. right, Jay? That's not an easy one either. Hello? All right. Uh, he's the CEO of Core Apps out of Maryland. Did I get that right? See, I'm pulling from your that, LinkedIn Yeah, profile. exactly. That's that's me. <laughs> so if it's up to date, we're good, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Core Apps has been heavily involved in event apps, event management software, and more for years. Jay, it's it's really good to have you on the show. Thank you. I appreciate being here. So tell me a little bit more about yourself and Core Apps. How long the company's been around? How you got there? I don't need like the uh, the novel version, but thirty seconds would be fun to, to just kind of see how you got sure. there. Sure. Sure. Well, actually, we were the first ones in 2009 to do a mobile app in the event industry. So uh, we were cutting new ground at that particular time. It was, uh, uh, I kind of fell into it, if you will, how, how good things happen, right? I mean, uh, here I was at uh, CES attending that show uh, with another company I had, I was, I owned at the time, looking to do some things in the consumer electronics space and uh was trying to find a couple of different exhibitors that uh, we were looking for and we we're using the paper map and we went to the spot on the paper map where it said they were supposed to be and they weren't there and i said oh my god you know this happened to us like two times in a row and so come to find out they they had moved to another area uh the maps had already been done and we said you know if there was an app for this that would make everything perfect that was uh, back when you'd all see, so, see all the uh, ads there's an app for that right <laughs> back in 2009 i was exactly this was 2009 i was i was um working off of a iphone 3g and uh you know we sat down and we went back to our our hotel room we had a suite at the time and we bought some paper and we took that paper and we hung it up across the room in the suite, uh, in the living room area, and a uh, big paper, and we took thumbtacks, and we wrote out what an app should look like for the space. And uh, came back, and uh, that was so that was January. By March, we had a working prototype, and wow. I sort of sold off of that. And our first show that we did, um, we didn't know it, but we signed the Association of Equipment Manufacturers, one of the largest shows in the world, uh, to a contract and, uh, and, and got started. Then it just got crazy from there. So, yeah, that's how it all began. So you started working with the show organizers. Is that correct? That's, that's what you, who you were selling to. Exactly. Yeah, that was that was always our uh, that was 
that was always our model to work with the show organizers because we realized they had the data. So we had to pull the data in. And what we learned was, oh, my God, data comes from everywhere. I mean, there were a whole host of vendors that had pieces of data. And we sort of became the central point to that data, bringing it all into one particular place and being able to display it. So all of the vendors had the data in different various formats. We had to put them in and bring them into our format. So we got very good at data integration I would uh, very quickly in order to make this work. So, uh, but you, you've all, uh, you moved on to uh, offering stuff for, for exhibitors as well. Now, when did that happen? How'd you kind of pivot? You didn't completely pivot. Obviously, you're still doing the, the event apps, but you are now <laughs> offering products for uh, exhibitors. Yeah, we did. So what happened was um, in, in uh, 2013, we made an acquisition of a company called Go Expo. They were an event management software company. They were doing things like managing the floor plans for people, selling the booth space, managing speakers and sessions and so forth. And we, we were already working with a lot of those companies. This group had a, a, a good deal of customers, um, but yet they were still small and they couldn't expand anymore. It was a perfect fit for us because it allowed us to build sort of one overall arching platform that someone could come to us and say, yeah, I want to put it on a trade show and I want to use your technology and sign the contract. And we were done at that particular point. Didn't have to worry about sharing data from different from different uh, vendors to pull it all in. Managing that exhibitor information really went a long way for the customer. Interesting. So now I know one of the things you and I talked about last week when we initially uh, discussed having uh, you on this uh, interview on the podcast was the uh, 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 product, the, the app, I guess, Showcase XD. Uh, and my understanding is designed to help trade show exhibitors show off their products in what could be called a closed app. In other words, it's not doesn't have to be connected to the Internet to make that happen. And you and I also talked about this. Uh, if people are connected to the Internet, and they have just an iPad or something pulled up there, anybody can come along and change that URL to something that's unsavory or somebody, a competitor maybe. And so this kind of gets around that, but it does something else as well. It shows off product that you can choose and pick. Um, so when did that come about? How, how did you get to that? So we were attending, you know, I like to go to my customer shows because I learn a lot. I'm still, you know, I've been in this industry now for eight years and I learn a lot about uh the industry every time I go out I feel like I learned something new we were at a particular industry event and I watched an exhibitor who took a very very raw version of what we did took an iPad put it on a stand put it in front of a particular product pointed that iPad to their website that described that product that was up there on the wall and uh, I thought what a fantastic idea you know just a just a great um, just a great idea for what they were doing. They had those iPads all around the booth uh, next to each one of the products that were there, and I watched people interact with it. And um, the ones that were using it correctly got a lot out of it, I thought. Um, there were people who would go up and check their emails. There were people who go up and change the website to something right. else. There were people who left it on porn sites, you know, go figure, right? And so the poor girl that was working the booth that was in charge of these things, every 20 minutes, she was going around and setting them all back to where they needed to be. And I went, hey, wait a minute, you know what? I can fix that. I can fix it so that, number one, it stays on the spot that it it's intended to be on. Number Lock that down, as you said, you know, lock that. Number two, I can um, 
I can set it so that, uh, you know, the problem that she was having with internet as well uh, in, inside of there, I can fix that too because we can write this as a native app. And not only uh, that, but a, about a week before, in the back of my mind, I was thinking about some different customers that we had talked to. And one of the big things that they had said to us was, exhibitors don't do a great job of following up afterwards. They scan badges all day long and collect leads, but then they don't follow up with that particular customer. And so it's really hard for them to justify sometimes their ROI. How do we make them follow up? You know, we can't lead them to it. And I went, you know what, wait a minute, this is a great idea. I think we can kind of build this around the idea that we could follow up. So Showcase XD was sort of built from that idea. Again, Back to the paper and pencil. I'm old school from that standpoint, drawing up what this thing should look like. Today, the cool thing about Showcase XD is we know, we can track, we scan the badge of the user to begin with. We make it a personalized experience. We track everything that is on the iPad. Um, then we um, do the follow-up email automatically for the exhibitor. We built this from our, our experience of being in this industry with mobile apps and on show floors and venues and things where internet is spotty you don't want to pay for it because it's expensive so we built this as a native app we can do all of this without the ipad being connected to wi-fi and when it gotcha. does get connected to wi-fi it tracks everything it still sends out the follow-up email it still takes all of the analytics and all of the data that it captures and tracks and puts that inside the exhibitors um web portal so the idea behind this product was let's build a digital product showcase that allows people to take all of the products that they would normally display at a trade show what they want to highlight allow them to put it on this ipad and sh graphically show it have the description, the specs, the color schemes, the uh, demonstration video, multiple demonstration videos, all the brochures, all of that jam-packed in there. And we're going to track the experience that's going on. We're going to save you money on, uh, you know, brochures and uh, and um, sell sheets and everything that you would normally send over. We say, you know, I, I did one of these recently before we had finished the product where I went out to a show. I had my marketing director do up some brochures. It cost me more to ship those brochures to me <laughs> out at the show than it actually cost to print those things up. But uh, all in all, uh, if I'd have my product and paid for it, it would have paid for itself in, in just that regard alone. I was going to ask from, from your experience, you've seen this in action, uh, obviously a handful of times, if not a bunch of times with, with uh, clients. What are you learning when people get out there and do this? Uh, I mean, are they saving the, the, the cost of that? What, el what else do you see people doing when they interact with this product? Well, what we're seeing is, is that it's being used two different ways. We're seeing it being used for the little guys, the little exhibitors who are 10 by 10 booths. They're hand-holding it, and they're engaging with the customer. It's actually, it's actually kind of nice because from what I'm kind of gathering from the people who are managing the booths, it's actually prompting their staff to engage more with the people who are coming into their booth now if it's being hand-held. Right. And they're tracking the whole experience, and when they're done – they're telling the customer, don't worry about it. You're going to get an email on this. The ones in the stand, 
Um, I don't get as much insight with, but they're putting them in stands. They're putting them in front of the products. They're doing that. They're getting good analytics off of that. Um, what we're finding is is that uh, you need to make sure that you have your iPads plugged in because when the people come to vacuum your uh, booth at night, they tend to unplug those things and forget to plug them <laughs> back in. So that's okay. one of the things that we've learned so far um, from, Just that, logistics, from yes. that standpoint. But yeah, I, yeah, the logistic things, right. But no, we've right. had some great success stories. One of the, the, the better success stories is we had a customer who came to us who used it, big construction show used it with his people in the booth and um directly after that about three weeks later he called me up and he said hey listen we used your product it was fantastic we loved it but um i want to use it for other shows and you don't necessarily do the mobile app or the technology for those shows how do i go about doing that and i said no problem. We, we designed that it isn't attached to our mobile app. This can be sold and bought separately. And you're, you know, you can absolutely use this. I said, so tell me about your experience. He says, well, we, we tracked all the people that came in the booth. We did all of this, but I can attribute two actual sales from that because they got the follow-up email. It had specifically on there, you know, who to get in touch with for resources about buying. They called, they contacted our, our company, they purchased, I have one in the works and I'm, I'm just ecstatic about this. So long story short, we ended up signing them up for 50 shows. He does 50 shows a year. I did an unlimited license for him for all the iPads that he wants to use. Going to save him money and, uh, and, and, and build his sales. So obviously, if a, if a customer comes, you want to uh, fit something to that fits with what his usage is versus a set price. I mean, you obviously start with a set price, but but there's some flexibility in it. It sounds like if they have uh, needs that don't you know exactly match up with that price, right? Yeah, there 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 definitely is. Um, you know, he originally purchased it through the organizer for that particular show. Uh, and then reached out to me because nothing to do with the other events that he and his company are involved in. In some cases, uh, this particular group was a larger exhibitor and um, they'll be involved in a lot of different shows, all centered around construction. Right. But, um, you know, nothing to do with that. And he wanted to make sure that he got to use it for that because he felt it was a very valuable tool to him. A couple of things I want to touch on before we wrap this up, Jay. And one you mentioned uh, when we initially went over this last week was the analytics that come out of this. Uh, can you can you touch on that just a bit? Yeah. So the the analytics behind this, besides just uh, you know sort of basic analytics, breaking it down to each iPad to show you uh, who was engaged on the iPad, what the time frame was, what their interest level was on different products and and what they were doing. Um, It gives you a time frame of how long they were actually on there. So if they were short or they were long, uh, you you have all of that. So that really can help you from the interest level there. Every bit of the analytics are available to be able to either download into a CSV file or an Excel spreadsheet so that you could use that, put it into your CRM and target market directly out to those people. you know, that was the goal behind it, too, was not only let the system do the follow up for you, but give you the ability to really detail, go down and target market those people and know directly what their interest level is. And the other thing uh, was uh, that you discussed this. This may have more applications as you see it uh, beyond this kind of vision. You know what? the It may be 
more than just trade show floor stuff. You could use it in retail and things like that. Are you looking at that seriously at this point? We are. I mean, that typically wasn't our model, but you know how <laughs> I got to tell you too, when we first started Core Apps and I thought the mobile app would sell for a dollar 99 and no one would have a qualm spending a dollar 99 for the mobile app and we'd sell sponsorships and make the money that way and be free to the organizers and then suddenly that all flipped and the organizer said no we'd rather pay for it and we'll give it to our our customers for free because they all believed that they should get the mobile app for free and they were constantly emailing them you know this too we got to be flexible and and be able to go in a different direction so we actually had a customer who came to us who used it large guitar company and they said we have 25 reps nationwide and i'd like to be able to use this as a field uh, sales tool for my reps in the field they could carry it there's not going to be a badge to scan so we're turning that off but they would be able to actually sit down with a customer talk about their product line show them everything on the ipad and when they leave the sales call Everything gets sent to that particular person that they sat and talked to. Back in the office, the person who's managing them can actually see, hey, listen, John went and met with Fred. He spent an hour and a half going over these products. They were the ones that were important to him. This is how we can target market to him in the future. It, it's fantastic. And um, as he said to me, listen, I print up brochures. I feel like sometimes my whole day is printing up sell sheets and brochures <laughs> and managing all that and shipping them out to people. And I don't have to do that anymore. I'm sold. So we're, yeah, we're going down exactly. that route too. Uh, well, so that'll be fun to see how that goes. When, when you when you go down further, I'm, I'm curious. We'll check in with you and see how that goes. So, Yeah, so absolutely. They want to find you never know what else. Yeah. So if uh, folks want to find out more about uh, the Showcase XD or Core Apps, uh, what's the best way to have them do that, Jay? Well, there's a website out there called ShowcaseXD.com, oh, so they can good. go there. Um, I know that I'm going to send you over some material, so you can absolutely go to Tim's website, and okay, uh, he yeah. will have uh, all we'll of that, that set there up. as well. Okay, we'll put links below this on the show notes. Uh, a trade show tip of the week comes from Classic Exhibits. They put out a blog post recently called uh, Post-Show Assessment, What's Done is Done. And they touch on uh, the four things you need to do, uh, assessing your ROI, your return on investment, asking if you met your show objectives, conducting a post-show review with all staffers, and then, of course, rewarding those hardworking staffers for all the efforts. That's what you need to do. Uh, I'll, we'll, we'll expand on that. I'll put a link to the show notes as well on the full post. And finally, one good thing. Uh, I like to, to share one good thing that I did in the last week or saw or ran across or whatever. Jay, I'm just curious. I know I'm kind of hitting you with this. Any one good thing that you'd like to share? I know. You I'm know, just kind of hitting you really, with this. I don't really, I mean. <laughs> did yeah, you take this, a hike? Is, did you take a bike uh, ride? <laughs> you know, from a pro yeah. You know, this weekend I, I, I actually worked doing maintenance uh, all, all weekend on a house. So uh, there you go. It, I'll it's, just say this. It was hot. It was it was terrible. Don't be a landlord. There's my one good thing. How's that? Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> oddly enough, I'm a landlord too, but I spent time on my house here uh, uh, power washing the house, power washing the sidewalk. So, yes, it was a lot. And mowing the lawn. So I did a lot of that too. But I took time yesterday to go see the movie Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets, just brand new uh, from the director, Luc Besson. Gorgeous, gorgeous movie. A pretty nice story. Uh, one of the most beautiful movies I've seen. It, it, what they do with, with computer-generated graphics these days is phenomenal. And uh, when you see that on the big screen, 
it's just pretty cool. So that's my recommendation. It's my one good thing. So, Jay, thank you so much for joining me on the uh, podcast and the uh, the I look forward to seeing the movie. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And uh, we'll end this broadcast. On your recommendation, Tim. On your recommendation, I look forward to seeing the movie now. (laughs) It'll be fun. It'll be very fun. I think you'll enjoy it. All right. Thanks a lot, Jay. Thanks, Tim. And y'all have a great week. Thanks. All right. Take care. Bye.